Hello and welcome to D-Up Podcast. This is Louis Belletta, and we have a lot to get to today. Kawhi Leonard, he picked his team. We're going to get to who he picked and why. LeBron and the Lakers striking out on their third member of the super team. We're going to get to all the free agent signings, the notable ones, and why the Knicks are in huge trouble. And why, on the other hand, they aren't. So let's start this off without further ado. Kawhi, the biggest thing on TV since Michael Jackson and O.J. Simpson. We have we have aerial shots of the uh, the Kawhi Leonard um, transition from the L.A. airport onto the freeway. Like I said, this has gotten so crazy. This whole NBA free agency and especially the LeBron Kawhi uh, uh, sweepstakes that. Uh, there's now aerial shots of these guys going wherever they are into every meeting and crowds gathering outside as this is the, a world leader organization thing. Uh, so speaking of this, this whole bizarre free agency, Kawhi Leonard finally landed and the place is in L.A. as we thought it might have been, but it's not with the Lakers. It's with the Los Angeles Clippers and Doc Rivers. Now that, what he's done over there, shocked the world. Uh, The LA Clippers have now put together an amazing team who I'm going to predict at this point is going to go into the NBA Finals. They're two three-point shooters away, or one three-point shooter away, in my opinion, from being a lock in the NBA Finals. We got some toughness on that team. You got Patrick Beverly, Lou Williams, who can... Get a shot, knock it down from anywhere, get to the rim. You have Shea Alexander still. They got rid of Dino Gallinari, which is a little bit of a hit. But they add, get ready for this one, Paul George. Paul George is now not on the Oklahoma City Thunder. They acquired him through a trade. Paul George is now an L.A. Clipper with the likes of Kawhi Leonard and the guys I mentioned before. So... This has been this has been one hell of a free agency just on this move alone. And the Kawhi sweepstakes were so crazy because listen, let's be honest. We never we thought the Clippers were out of this thing. The Lakers, remember the Lakers, the Raptors, that it, it was only between two teams. And just as of yesterday, all the experts were speaking about, you know, it's a 100% done deal. It's the LA Lakers. Well, it's not And that shows you that uh, as much as the NBA experts think they know and the people on the inside think they know, it takes one swift decision from the player himself to negate all of that. Kind of a la uh, uh, Kevin Durant, whereas Kevin was signed, sealed, and delivered for New York. And, um, you know, all of the experts, including me, has said that KD was was coming to New York. uh, Last-minute thing. People change their minds, people are swayed, they go with their heart, and things change. It doesn't mean that everybody is wrong. What it does mean is that players are human, and at the very end, we change our minds. And Kawhi changed his mind. His his initial goal was to get to the Clippers. Everything changed, and somehow or another, he came back to his what his heart originally desired. So uh, Kawhi to the Clippers at this stage really was sort of a uh, um, uh, a big shock when we woke up, but it, it did happen and it make a lot, it makes a lot of sense. Now Doc Rivers coaching Kawhi is going to be something. We all know that Doc Rivers has the one of the best 
schematics uh, and plays, and he's one of the, the the coaches in the NBA that can really execute the best. And him coaching Kawhi, I think, is going to bring Kawhi to another level. Now, remember, Kawhi has been coached by the great, great Popovich, and we all saw what he did in Toronto when he was the head and the leader of that team, doing it all himself. Now you kind of you kind of bring both of those Raptor and Spur world together, and we have his new uh, implantation into the LA Clippers. Uh, it's going to be one strong organization, and as you know, I'm not a big LeBron fan, so I am loving that LeBron will be getting no more championships in LA. I'm saying it here right now. LeBron James ain't winning another title in LA, all right? He ain't winning it anywhere. Kawhi is the new king. Kawhi is the new new sheriff in town. And the Clippers are the king of L.A. And I don't think anyone is going to come at me on that. Now, LeBron struck out and AD. They struck out. I'm building their little super team. And I know all you guys were, were either rooting for him or rooting against him. It doesn't matter. Uh, that that ship has sailed. There's going to be a great little rival, rivalry in L.A. But ultimately... There's only one team in L.A., and that is the Clippers, and I couldn't be more excited about it. Now, what would I do if I was the GM of the Clippers? If I was those guys, I would go out and to this, when when looking at this roster right now, they just need two guys who could shoot threes and spread the floor. If that happens, this team is a lock for the championship. Now, this this is a prime time team. Uh, I know Paul George has struggled in the playoffs, but this year he he showed some promise. Um, I, my opinion was he was playing hurt a bit, <clears throat> and it's going to be interesting to see if Paul George can bring all of that talent that he has and all of the health now and bring it together and keep it that way. And if that happens, like I said, in my opinion, the Clippers are a lock for the NBA Finals and probably a championship. Uh, and that's going on a limb because the league is wide open. This move, what it did was it ensured that there will be no super teams in the NBA. And when there's no super teams in the NBA, I feel the NBA is a better place. And it's it's nicer to watch. So uh, I, I have never really been a fan of those those guys like teaming up three, you know, three out of the top five, like what was going to happen in, the Laker, in Lakerland. You would have Kawhi, you'd have uh, um, AD, and you'd have... Uh, LeBron. I mean, what what reason do you play the NBA regular season? There really there really isn't. I mean, those guys are gonna topple over everybody. You got Golden State on steroids when that comes when that comes around. So we don't need that stuff now. We all gonna have to guess. Will the Bucks win it? Will the Blazers win it? Will um, the 76ers take the title? You know, will will the Clippers have enough to to put their themselves over the top at this juncture? You know, right now at this juncture like without those pieces that I talked about the Clippers having, um, the league is wide open. I will say that. Uh, it unless unless the Clippers Oh, wow. I just got something uh, coming in right now on my phone and it says Cousins, DeMarcus Cousins is now an LA Laker. So it does sway things a little bit. It's funny how things happen. I was just going over and saying the Lakers uh, were out of it. But DeMarcus, in my opinion, now that I know he's a Laker, you have DeMarcus with Kyle Kuzma. You have him with uh, LeBron. You have him with AD. Uh, so they're, they're formidable 
over there in Lakerland. Plus, they have Danny Green, which is what I was going to announce on this show, too. Uh, the Lakers uh, yesterday added uh, Danny Green to the mix. So they have a 3-and-D three, a three and D guy in Danny Green. But Danny Green can't create his own shot. But it still f- spreads the floor for the Lakers. Now, um, adding DeMarcus Cousins, I don't know how that helps a ton. Uh, and that's just because I saw DeMarcus move in the playoffs. And he's very slow. Uh, he can add something to a team, in my opinion, off the bench. He's better suited just coming off the bench and giving you 20 minutes. But DeMarcus is not uh, um, a marquee player, in my opinion, in today's game. Today's game is fast. It's a spread-the-floor, three-point shootout game. And DeMarcus really doesn't have a place in that right now. He's very slow and he's antiquated. He fits more in the 90s game. DeMarcus would be great in the 90s. So I don't know what he adds to that. Uh, <clears throat> thank you, Tomer, for the update. So DeMarcus Cousins is now an L.A. Laker, and the Lakers and Clippers rivalry just got got a little better. It's a little it's a little more even right now, I'll say that. But uh, DeMarcus still ain't bringing what the Lakers, in my opinion, need to the table, and that's about another three more Danny Greens. So we're gonna we're gonna continue on and. Without further ado, we're going to have to talk about the New York Knicks. Yep. So let's talk about this from an NBA fan, a New York fan perspective. And I know a lot of the people that are listening are going to be New York fans because they followed me from following the Knicks. So this is my word to you. I'm sorry. (laughs) I woke up crying when I saw that we struck out on everybody. Right when I saw that Kyrie and Kevin Durant went away to other teams, that's not the reason why though. There was other free agents. Now there's a lot of Nick fans out there that I'm getting heat from that say that I wanted Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, and that's why I'm upset as a Nick fan. Right? Those are the shallow-minded people. They're not dynamic people. They're not dynamic thinkers here. In order for you to really understand basketball. You have to understand that <clears throat> these teams make moves for reasons. And the moves that they make are going to dictate the future. And there's going to be seeds you have to plant one year, one time, in order to attract certain people into those spots. So <clears throat> there's moves that the Knicks made. One of their their moves was trading a franchise player in the likes of Kristaps Porzingis. Now... When they did that trade, of course, I was brokenhearted, right? You basically traded him for a bag of peanuts and a little bit of uh, uh, draft leverage, draft picks, okay? Now, I questioned. I said, there has to be a reason why. And sources were saying and telling me the reason why the Knicks traded Kristaps Porzingis was they wanted to free up two free agent slots for marquee names. Now, you would think in that position— The Knicks definitely, 100%, would have had a commitment from two of those guys. Now, rumors were they were Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. I didn't know. Maybe they could have been Kevin, uh, uh, um, Kemba Walker, Kawhi Leonard. The list goes on. This is the biggest free agent class in all of history. And for the Knicks to free up those slots, you would 100% bet your house that they were coming. Two Two guys were coming no matter who they are. 
let's get rid of the Kevin Durant, let's get rid of the uh, um, Kyrie Irving dreams, all that stuff. Um, Kevin Durant's injured. He has a he has a Achilles tendon. I I I wouldn't even trust Kevin Durant coming at this point. So it might have been a blessing in disguise. But getting back to the inadequate moves of the Knicks, the inept moves of the New York Knicks, they do that, which is outlandish. And you figure they have to have an end game. So fast forward in time, past the KD, past the Kyrie rumors, everything's going to happen, right? Guess where they go? They go to New York, but they go to Brooklyn Nets. They go 20 minutes away. They're really 20 minutes away. That's how bad this organization is. It's a first-class organization that doesn't get looked at as a first-class organization. Why? Because the, the owner, we have an owner, and we have, we have people making decisions that are looked at as inept. And other players, other teams, they all know it. The secret's out of the bag. So <clears throat> those guys don't decide to come here. Now you think to yourself, well, they're not coming. So... God, there has to be other guys that they've committed to or committed to under the table that are going to come. No siree, Bob. Nobody. Nobody had a commitment to come here. Kawhi's off the table. With the whole New York Knick uh, um, uh, landing a franchise player this year or two max free agents, that's why they got rid of Chris Stops. You got two max free agents. Well, they didn't land not Kawhi, not Kemba, Go down the list, Butler. <clears throat> you landed no one. So you you traded away your franchise player, who in fact, by the way, for all the Nick fans that wanted Kevin Durant, let me let me tell you a little secret. Kristaps Porzingis gave Kevin Durant his nickname, the Unicorn. Just so you know, Kevin Durant was fond of Kristaps Porzingis. Chris, Kevin Durant really wanted to play. With Kristaps Porzingis, let me tell you that. And they trade away Kristaps Porzingis, the guy who would have lured Kevin Durant, the guy who would have lured other free agents here to play, you trade him away. That's how dumb this organization really is. The Knicks are an inept organization that this whole thing needs to be blown up. The owner has to go. You got to get new people at the helm. Now, that being said... And as the Knicks organization, as a total failure, this free agency, right? A total failure. And I'm going to explain now the flip side. Now, we might have really dodged the bullet as Knicks fans. We might have really dodged the bullet because KD might not come back as KD, right? We have to accept that. He might come back as 70% KD, and I don't want 70% KD. I don't care what any NBA expert says. I don't want KD as a spot-up shooter. I want him as KD. Two, Kyrie Irving, one of the most selfish dudes I feel right now in the NBA. He's got an attitude problem. He brings culture problems. He doesn't get along with people. Look what he did with Boston. He lost with, yeah, he won with LeBron, right? He won with LeBron. How hard is that? But he didn't win with a full-rounded Boston Celtic team. And if you know basketball, that Boston team was stacked. And Kyrie can't win there. I don't want him in New York. So good riddance, Kyrie. Go to Brooklyn and play your butt off. Now, now the Knicks did improve. And they do have a real basketball team. Now, that's a huge improvement from last year and you will see a drastic improvement in record they had they went full out young 
and they have a wonderful young squad. Now, we're not talking about a championship elite squad, but you have to be really mad if you're a Nick fan like me who was promised elite players coming this year to elite players. We waited. <clears throat> we waited years and did years of losing in hopes of lottery picks and then making it all happen this, this 2020 year. Now, <clears throat> that being said, right, because I'm trying to see both sides of things, <clears throat> you have a, a, a roster here which features Eldred Payton, Frank Nilakina, Alonzo Trier. You have Wayne Ellington, Damian Dotson, Kadeem Allen, Reggie Bullock, Kevin Knox, Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, who's a stud, Taj Gibson, a veteran, Luke Cornett, Noah Von Ley. So, and and uh, don't make me forget, this is uh, Mitchell Robinson, who's going to be a stud. So, <clears throat> we have this rounded out, real basketball team, who's going to be furious to compete with. These young legs are going to be very, very, very competitive. Don't get me wrong. So the Knicks are back in a way, but they're not back in the way we were promised. Now, this is a long-term rebuild, right? We didn't, as a Knicks fan, I wasn't signing up for a long-term rebuild. I was signing up for a rebuild with all these years that we were losing and suffering, and we were promised that this year was going to be the year the big names come in. So... I just want to make that distinct that that uh, to distinguish between the two ideas. They're two different paradigms. So, <clears throat> moving further along, away from this Knicks misery, we'll talk now about some weird things that have happened, like Jimmy Butler going to the Philadelphia 76ers. Jimmy Butler going to the 76ers. Uh, sorry, from the 76ers to the Miami Heat. Sorry, he went to the Miami Heat. To me, is outlandish and weird why because you would think jimmy butler wants to compete for a championship turns out maybe jimmy butler's only in it for the south beach the the frills of south beach and the money a uh, little bit of a disappointing move um, philadelphia has now uh, without butler a really dangerous squad tobias harris was added Amir Johnson, we have Barnjanovic, TJ McConnell, you have uh, James Ennis, Joel Embiid, Jimmy Butler, of course Ben Simmons, you have Greg Monroe, uh, Norvell Palais, uh, Shake Milton, uh, JJ Redick, Mike Scott, Jonathan Simmons, um, Zaire Smith. Just a lot of firepower on this squad. And watch out for the 76ers. They could have gotten to the finals this year if it wasn't for some some bad play in certain games and, and Joel Embiid being hurt. Watch out for my sleeper team. Be very careful. My sleeper team is the Utah Jazz. And after losing Jay Crowder, Derek Favors, and Neto, the Jazz needed to acquire some talent to make their bench a little better, and that's what they did. They got Jeff Green and Emmanuel Mouade to add to their roster. Now let's check out the rest of the guys they pair with. Because of the trade, Mike Connolly also 
will be on the Utah Jazz. They've brought in Bogdanovich to the Jazz. Huge pickup in my opinion. So you add these guys to Eric Davis. You have Cephalosha, Jay Inglis. You could shoot the lights out. Donovan Mitchell. I mean, we don't even talk about Donovan Mitchell right now. I mean, this team, uh, Rudy Goldbear, the center, uh, this team, watch out for them. I, I, they have all the makings to make to, to get into the finals. Um, they're going to be my, my team to, to really look out for this year. They could go all the way as well. Let's do a little Nuggets talk right now. Let's just say the Nuggets are improving as well. Think about this right now. They've added Bowl Bowl. Don't sleep on Bowl Bowl. Um, I think it was who signed the contract extension. Who's there? Very, very Jamal Murray, who is a an all star. I mean, this guy can play the lights out and carry a team. You have him signing that that contract extension, and then you have Michael Porter Jr. coming back. Now, Michael uh, Michael Porter Jr. stays healthy. This team is a problem. Another free agent signing, notable free agent, is Kemba Walker to the Boston Celtics. Now, the Celtics had lost Al Horford. Uh, I thought that was a pretty big piece that they lost in terms of what they do over there. Uh, They lost Kyrie Irving, which I think was a positive. um, Sort of balance out each other. And you bring Kemba Walker in, who fits in that Boston Celtics system better than than Kyrie, uh, in my, my humble opinion. So I think that the Celtics will be... Uh, a better team next year. It's just interesting to see what they'll do. Uh, they did lose a guy who I'm a huge fan of, uh, Terry Rozier, to the Charlotte Hornets. And, um, you know, that, that whole thing, it kind of worked out, though. Each team got got something it needed. And uh, the Hornets definitely got something in return, with thank God, because, you know, losing Kemba was a big strike. And Kemba uh, turning down that money and turning down his relationship with Michael Jordan uh, must have been hard. The reason why he's going to Boston and feels he can win in Boston. So uh, look out for the Celtics and let's see how they change their game and what they're going what they're going to do. Uh, Charlotte, I don't feel is going to be uh, um, at all uh, good this year. And Michael has uh, not been making the right moves. Unfortunately, I'm a Michael Jordan fan, but his uh, GM. Getting back to the the Clippers and uh, the big one we were all waiting for, the last one to go down, the last domino to fall was Kawhi Leonard, Leonard to the Clippers and really took the whole NBA by hostage and that shows you how big superstardom is in the NBA um, Kawhi wanted to push for Paul George coming with him and that's what was holding this whole thing up and the Clippers had enough wiggle room to do it, and that's why he is an L.A. Clipper. Uh, the Knicks apparently, this is what I think happened. I think the Knicks uh, kind of fumbled the meeting with him because they weren't willing to hold out and lose all of the free agents in this time that he took to make the decision. So I kind of get the Knicks standpoint and what they did. Uh, they had to make moves, and maybe they felt that Kawhi wasn't giving them uh, a fair shot out of all of the other teams, like L.A., Toronto, um, uh, and, the, and the L.A. Clippers. Uh, but this this is a cataclysmic move on Kawhi's behalf, and it's going to be great because 
the, the NBA is now even. There's no Golden State Warriors. There's no Super Team Lakers. There's the, the, the Super Team Lakers thing never happened because of this move. Uh, it was the best thing for the NBA, in my opinion. So stay tuned. I'm going to keep keep on bringing you the most up-to-date free agent signings again. I'm going to bring you the, the more trade rumors. And if you want to contact me, always contact me through Instagram or Facebook, Louis Balletta. Actually, it's Louis Edward Balletta with a space in between uh, Louis and Edward and uh, Edward and Balletta. So it's Louis space Edward space Balletta. All right. Come follow me. Ask me questions. Anything you want. I'll talk to you soon. And remember to come back here for D Up Podcast. It's on Apple. Bye. Sports betting is sweeping across the country faster than the coronavirus, and wagering week is your antidote. I'm Tom Martin, and I'm a veteran sports analyst and respected sports handicapper who helped build ESPN's brand. I've been recognized and awarded by Pro Football Weekly and Gaming Today magazine as the honest handicapper. Let the other guys give you the same old boring sports talk with the same tired storylines. We'll give it to you straight here every Friday on Wagering Week. Don't gamble with other podcasts. Let Sports Garden Network. Network's Wagering Week help your bottom line.